I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today, we are talking about believing in yourself. And, oh boy, what a, what a tough one, right? Um, I, I think... Believing in yourself has to deal so strongly with your self-confidence um, and how you feel about yourself. Um, so we encourage you to uh, take a little internal survey, um, look inward for a moment, and really look at where you feel good about yourself. What things like your certain skills, um, maybe uh, your attitudes in different situations, um, your self-confidence, uh, just how you feel about yourself. Like, how like how are you feeling? Yeah, maybe you're a fantastic cook. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you are a world-class athlete. Maybe you are the best mom you know. You know, what is it that you feel really good about? Like, yeah. you know, what, what are those things that you feel good about? There's got to be something. So, you know, if you say your initial response is nothing, just dig a little deeper. And it's like if somebody else were looking at you in your life... What would they feel impressed by? Uh, what would they feel like? Wow, she's got it going on there. She's got. She has this all figured out, you know. And and so like find something, you know, that you feel like you can really just get really excited and juicy about, you know. And yeah. it's like it's funny. I I am um, I I can cook. I don't love to anymore. But it's so funny. Often when I will come to a potluck and or people will ask for my birthday cakes or whatever, people go, "You can cook." I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really enjoy it as so as much anymore, but yeah, I could cook. And so like people are like sometimes ordering a birthday cake for the birthday a few months out. When is it gonna be my birthday in October? Will you make this kind of cake? I'm like, sure, I've never done that before, but okay. And and it's just kind of fun to realize I'm I'm good at some of those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I remember when I had a real estate office, I used to bring in cupcakes for birthdays. They were just box cake mix cupcakes. And people would say, Oh, your cupcakes are always the best. I said, I just laughed. I said, it's just from a box, but I don't overcook them. That was my secret. I uh, made sure I didn't overcook them. And so people just loved my box cupcake mix things. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, so, but, I, but I learned to not take those things for granted. A lot of people mm -hmm. couldn't make cupcakes that didn't taste dried out and nasty. And I could even take a box mix or a homemade mix. I did both. Um, and make them taste really delicious. And so it, it's uh, sometimes we think that things that come naturally to us are not things we should feel good about. But really check into that. Like, do people rave about the dessert? My mom used to make a, a couple of things, a pound cake and a German chocolate cake, that people still write to me and my sister and say that, you know, they're using uh, my our mom's recipe. And uh, I make those same things. So those things have been going out into the world for decades and decades and all over the country. And... When I was uh, young, my mom would send me a pound cake uh, wherever I was living for my birthday. That was like her thing. She knew she was really good at that. She knew I liked it. Um, and it's like for her that, you know, she knew she could believe in her ability to make all of those things. Uh, and, um, and a lot of people really appreciated that about her. And she learned to claim that in herself, that uh, she was good at that. So, you know, really look at the things that maybe you don't take too seriously. You know, like being able to make a cake or whatever yeah. it is. And it's like, well, you know, what am I really good at? You know, Sarah's a really good cook, and I follow recipes. And, and I'll deviate from them after I've, like, tried the recipe once. 
Um, but she's one of those people that can take ingredients and go, oh, I think I need a little bit more of that. Or if I added that, that would make it really interesting. And it's like, we've made some really interesting food because she's been more willing to get uh, adventuresome in, in the creation. Yeah, it's just like I take a look at the recipe and I'm like, okay, based on all of these things, these other items would grow great in here. So I toss them in before I even yeah. like make the recipe the for, for the first time. Or yeah. once I do that, I continue to I also continue to tweak it afterwards. Yeah. So. Yeah. So just I mean, really dig deep, dear. Like something that you feel really good about. I know some people who just think they are the bomb. They just think they're, you know, God's gift to everyone in the world. And it's like I'm just not that person. Um, I and I I get it. Um, I wish I had some of that, but I, I don't. Uh, it's just not what I was born with or what I was raised with. So what I'm really familiar with is self-doubt. And so, you know, for you, what happens that causes your self-doubt? What makes you feel small? And um, are there people that make you feel small? Mm-hmm. Are there situations that make you feel small? Are there What are the things that make you um, just not sure what you're doing and whether you're doing it right and um, make you just feel really contracted. And going back to the voices in your head, like who's, who, what voice are you hearing? Is it your voice or is it someone else's? Um, do when you're doing something, do you hear a particular phrase? Like some, like the exact wording that something someone said to you, like what, 20 years ago, like whenever you try and do something, does that thing pop up and you're like, all oh, right, I remember that one time this one person said this to me and I have never forgotten it. And then you feel so uncomfortable trying to do it because that's been just ingrained into your brain. Um, and so, like, that stops you. It's funny. I, I heard a fitness instructor today on the bike ride I did talk about something that her mother said to her when she was five years old. And she's, this woman's 49 now. And she said, it took me years, decades to realize what I thought she said to me was not what she meant at all. Uh, decades. So when you're remembering that thing, yeah. you know, put it into some context and, and um, have fun with it. Like, what else could it have meant? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've shared before that we used to uh, run a class in when she was in elementary school, I called Superstars. Yep. And so we did all kinds of really interesting things. And one of the things was to really talk about what something could mean. Um, so, and we did things like a little girl's dog had died. And so we all ran around, or went around the circle talking about, well, what could that mean? It does, nothing means anything except the meaning you attach to it. So what does it mean? And what does it mean to you? And is there a right or wrong meaning to these things? So when you're looking at the self-doubt kinds of things, the things that make you feel small, you try to identify with what that voice is, whose voice it is. Yeah. For a long time, mine was my dad's. And sometimes my mom's. My mom wanted me to, to accomplish certain things, and I felt like I let her down that I didn't do certain things in my professional life. Um, and I don't think that that was necessarily true, but I, I uh, internalized it that way. Um, so now for me, it's about uh, when I, I'm hearing a voice that's like really self-critical, um, really making me feel small, I'm like, oh, okay, whose voice is that? And um, is that a voice that I need to listen to anymore? So, or is that a voice I can just go, oh, okay, got it. Um, I know that you were trying to keep me safe in the environments that I was in, and I, I, that's not helpful anymore. I, I want to move on to a different way of being in my life now. Yeah, and what you were talking about actually made me think of how uh, a lot of people in my life have, have told me I'm a, I'm a 
loud in in some ways i get the sense that they definitely feel like i'm a lot to handle which is 100 true i know this now like i i know this i i'm definitely not everyone's cup of tea um but that used to bother me a lot and what really just cemented it that i was like you know what whatever um was when i studied abroad um, for that one semester in Salzburg, Austria, where I was with a bunch of people that I didn't necessarily get along with all that well. Um, and a lot of them were just like not interested in getting to know me because I was a nerd and I was pretty loud and I was a goofball and that's just kind of how I was. So I just, just to get through that, but also knowing that like, you know what, it doesn't matter what they think because I like me and that's enough. And, um, that I was just like, I'm just going to do my thing. I don't need to talk to anyone. I don't need to interact with any of you besides, uh, like outside of like, uh, learning situations. Like I can do my own thing and I don't have to worry. And like, that was like, that was junior, junior college, um, where I finally realized, you know what? I don't, I don't need to care about what other people think about that. And like, sometimes like the feeling calls back and then I'm like, no, get out of here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it's about finding your people. Yeah. Um, you know, there are certain habits you're going to have that are going to repel certain people, and th- that's okay. Uh, unless you are really sure those are the people you want in your life, then you might have to create some new ways of being because you want to be have those people in your life. But if you are happy with where you are, just go find your tribe. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I say that as if it's really easy. I, I know it's not really easy in a lot of ways and for a lot of people, but there are people who like you just the way you are. But that doesn't happen until you like you the way you are. And that's what happened for you. Yeah. Where you didn't feel like you had to change to accommodate their way of being in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there, yeah, there was one time where it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I can be pretty sarcastic. Uh, and uh, someone didn't like that. And I was just like, oh, okay, I just want to talk to you. They were so much happier with me. And they were like, actually talk to me after that. And I like barely spoke to them afterwards because I was like, if, if you're that uncomfortable by me, I'm just not going to talk to you. I don't need your kind of energy in my life. So I didn't. Yeah, and sometimes it, it allows people to relax because whatever they're getting triggered, they yeah. can just, like, have a little space to, like, move through that. Because um, we do trigger each other. You know, people, yeah. people get triggered by things. So the next thing we want you to really think about is um, what makes you feel expansive? Who makes you feel expansive? Mm-hmm. What That feeling that you can take on the world, that you love everybody, there's no separation, we're all one. You know, if you just feel so great. You that, feel invigorated. Yes. Invigorated. Yes. Like you are the hero of your own story. You're like, got your, your, your superhero cape on. You're like, yeah, I can do anything. I, I can just do anything that I want. Yeah. There was a period of my life after my mom died when you were really young when I was um, tackling physical things to g- give that feeling to me. So I climbed Mount St. Helens. Um, I uh, hiked to the bottom of the Grand Canyon, spent the night and hiked back up. Um, and um, I was walking, I, I think in, in the Grand Canyon when I was like, oh, I don't have to do physical challenges anymore. That's not what it's about. I, I don't need to do that to feel expansive. It's an inside job now. It's really not about conquering things. It's about... How do I take this energy inside of me? And for me, it's about creating a, a, a circuit spiritually um, and, and operate from that place where I feel like my uh, work is um, inspired uh, by source energy and where I really feel like um, when I plug into that, then I feel really super expansive. And so for me, 
I, I look for those opportunities to feel that. I mean, the day she was born was that kind of uh, expansive feeling, being at the top of Mount St. Helens, sitting on the edge of a volcanic crater was amazing. Um, you know, so for me, being in certain places and certain experiences have brought that on. But what I try to do now is, you know, what are the foods I eat? What are the kinds of exercise I get? What are the physical places I go to that make me feel expansive, that make me just feel like that energy is flowing? Um, for me, that's the best feeling in the world. And um, I want to feel that way more than I don't. And so I look for those opportunities and I look for the ways to take care of myself so that I get more of that kind of feeling. Yeah. And, and there's certain things that, like, you can do. Like, I find music really helps with uh, mood changes. Um, <laughs> she knows this. Uh, I subject her to my music a lot. Um, Fortunately, I like it. Yes, it's, it's a good thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, for me, um, right, like, music really just, I don't know. I get, like, um, like tingles sometimes with certain songs where, like, I'll get a whole body shiver when listening to music, and I'm like, I have to have this song in a playlist, like, right now. Like, I gotta go put it on there now. Um, and I can get, uh, I get, like, hypnotized in some ways, but it's literally, it's just, like, I can get drawn into music and feel really expansive, and, like, all the brain juices are flowing, and I'm like, woo, let's talk, let's go! Um, so, like, there, there are certain things. It might be like a food. It might be a dragon drink for or, or that for me too. Um, getting a dragon drink from Starbucks always makes any day better. Um, but there, there are certain things that you can do. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's drawing. It's painting. Um, reading a book. Whatever it is that you can do that just makes you feel invigorated, alive, and just like you can do anything. You just feel like the whole world is at your fingertips. Yeah, so for, uh, music's a big one for a lot of people. For mm -hmm. me, um, another one, a physical one, is walking uphill by the ocean. And it's like, I, I don't know where that ever came into being, because I didn't grow up with that. But since I've lived on the West Coast, you know, the ability to go and be by the ocean and have that um, physical exertion of walking uphill makes a huge difference in my mood. It just changes things chemically in my body. So the other thing we, we want to remind you of is um, looking at who supports you in your goals and loves you just the way you are. So it's an inside job. I mean, you have to be the one doing that, but you also have to be surrounded by the people that, that lift you up and make you feel expansive. And that's the part that, that we really encourage you to take a look at is um, who's in your field. Uh, you know, some of the clients that we've worked with they didn't have much support around them. And mm -hmm. so they were dependent on their clients, you know, getting it from them, or they were dependent on their children getting it from them, or they were dependent on their spouse, um, dependent on friends. They couldn't muster the inside stuff. And so that's the part to look at is, at, are you surrounding yourself with people who lift you up, that believe in you, support whatever it is you want, and, um, and help you feel good about who you are in the world? Are they delighted by you? Yeah. I like, I like that you, that word. It's just yeah. like, are they just delighted to be in your life, to be around you, to hear about your day, to hear about what you're doing and are interested in it? And are like, wow, that's so cool that you're doing that. I'm so proud of you. Like, that's awesome. Like, those are the kind of people that you want to have in your life. Yeah, because a lot of people don't want you to be more successful than they are. And so they're not going to support you and, and mm -hmm. um, encourage you. And so you want to really be choosy about who you let into your inner world and, and who you let really close to you. Yeah. And so it doesn't mean you have to get rid of the people around you because sometimes it's not convenient to get rid of certain people in your life. 
Um, but it means you're not trying to get something from them that they can't give. And so if you're feeling a little bit down, you don't want to go to somebody who doesn't believe in you and who's going to say, yeah, you should give it up. You should just go do something else now because um, you're never going to make that thing happen. Like, ugh, I don't want those people in my life at all. Yeah. Um, but our friends, our family, our acquaintances all come in all shapes and sizes and energy levels and, and interests. And, and so sometimes you've got people who are just not going to support you in that way. But you got to look at who's in your close uh, surroundings and um, if they're not operating the way that feels supportive to you, is there something you can change? Is there a conversation you can have with them? Uh, you know, we've been talking about this for a while. We both do this with our friends um, that, you know, we, we talk about having a lot of fun, but we also talk about the deeper stuff. Uh, we, we talk about what are the things that are fun for us that we really enjoy doing and what are the things that we're struggling with? And, um, and how do we support each other in, um, uh, in moving through those? Um, so the biggest thing I think is, to, is, and we talk about this a lot, is to take small steps. Yeah. So what are the small steps you can do to increase your belief in yourself? Um, for me, I do some journaling. I do some meditation. Um, I do physical exercise. I try to eat well. I... Um, have been, uh, I pull cards from a couple of inspirational decks and, and reflect on those. Um, and I surround myself with people who are fun, expansive, um, and um, bring out the best in me. Because uh, I, I, I need that support um, for whenever I'm feeling like really bogged down with stuff. I, I love having people that um, uh, can challenge me a little bit and can help me uh, open up in ways that I just haven't found myself. Yeah. Yeah, so it's important to know, like, yeah, it's just it's super important to know where you feel good and what small steps you can take to feel good. Because, like, why why not, why wouldn't you want to feel good in, in your life and in who you are and in your body and where you're, what you're doing and who you're with? Um, and I know it can be difficult um, with, if it's, you know, a familial situation or maybe, um, you're realizing you're not happy in your relationship anymore and that, and, and you're just sort of like figuring it out. But, you know, then you have to look at like, okay, so where, where do I want to, why am I not feeling good here and now? And where could I feel good here and now? Yeah. One of the things that there's a, a ripple effect. So if you're not feeling good in the thing you're doing right now, like you're doing a work project or you're doing a, a house project or a family relational mm -hmm. thing, you know, if you don't feel good. Go do something where you feel really good because then that will carry over mm -hmm. into the thing that's more challenging. And the important thing is, again, keep your eye on the prize. You know, what is it you want? What do you want to be feeling? Um, do you want to have that strong sense of confidence in yourself, that strong belief in yourself? And um, you've got to undo what the world has done to damage that. And, um, you know, we all allow it, but we don't even know what's happening. And so, you know, really allowing yourself to... Do whatever it takes to believe in yourself because you are here for a reason. You're here to make a difference in the world. You're here to make a difference in the lives of the people in your life. Um, and so just allow yourself to get lifted up and get expansive so that you can be who you want to be. You can feel the way that is going to be um, uplifting for you and for the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So bottom line. Believe in yourself. Do whatever it takes to make that happen. Yeah. And until next time, we love you. Mwah.